What's you. going on? We're back. You're listening to the Loyal Locals podcast. My name is Jerry Jimenez. I'm the communications director for the locals. Uh, <laughs> we're back, man. I don't we even know back. how to do this anymore. It's been a while. I don't. Yeah, I've I've forgot as well. Um, Mr. Drew Stick. Yo, what's up, man? Hey, yo, it's Drew Steck. I am your vice president and secretary of the locals. Uh, also, the just resident punching bag. So whatever, <laughs> whatever you need. Lately, you've been a little bit more of that. It's, yeah, it's kind of my job. Uh, it's it's getting to uh, it's getting to be a little busy over here in the locals headquarters. Yeah, man. Which it, is basically all of San Diego at this point. It's yeah, it's all over. It's every corner, honestly. We've got all the way to the south of the South Bay, all the way to the north of the uh, South Orange County. So we've got it all covered here. Yeah, man. So welcome to episode four. This is a uh, podcast number four. It's the fourth time we are getting together to record this. And uh there there's no <laughs> Mr. Steve Brokoff. We'll get to that in a little bit why he's not here. Yeah. And also uh don't get used to him because uh, he's gonna be a very busy man in the next coming uh Days, weeks, months, years. For sure. <laughs> you'll, you'll see him a lot of places. You just might not hear him here as frequently as the first two episodes in succession. Yeah. Uh, episode three, you might be asking yourself, what do you mean episode four? This yeah. is episode three. Uh, no, we have a little bit of a, he- a hidden... Uh, it's a hidden episode. We recorded an episode. There's definitely an episode. It, it happened. I vaguely recall it. I think I half recall it happening. Yeah. Um, there, there was a lot of things consumed that evening, and overall, it, I think it was good. But we're eventually gonna, I think, of, I think, put it out. But we'll see. I don't know. It's just a question of like if we can find it. Mainly, yeah, it's somewhere. I'm pretty sure we can find it if we really, really tried. But here's the thing: there was you're talking about things being consumed. Yes. Copious amounts of tequila. There was a picture on the internet. Um, that was episode three. Yeah, yeah that, that's all you get for episode so the, three. The, the picture summates the episode, I think. So you don't need to listen to it, oh but dear. maybe at some point you'll hear it. Uh, shout out to uh, one of our very, very uh, active and more well-known members of the locals, Mr. Tom Phillips, who was at episode three. Yeah, was, he was... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> let's just say that episode three was fantastic. If you've met Tommy, it was full. It was full Tom. And so maybe, possibly, you'll get to listen to episode three someday. Uh, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. But episode four. Yeah, you can just here. hang out around Tom for a half hour, and it's pretty much like that's episode it. three too. Episode three. So that's your just ticket to go hang out with Tom. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So if you didn't listen to episode three, go hang out with Tom Phillips, you and uh, you get episode three live and. In uh, you know, living color. Yeah, it's it's. Some would say better. <laughs> I mean, it's four D in that that sense. It's it's totally better. So for episode four, we've we've had a lot of things happen since episode two, uh, a lot, and we're gonna try to get to all of that and also catch you up to what is coming up. That's the whole point of this podcast. Is we want to. We're not gonna talk necessarily, you know, stats and that sort of thing. We'll get into details possibly. I mean, if it kind of, uh, you know, if, if need be, but. For us, this is the, again, Loyal Locals podcast. It's about us getting information to you guys that involve the supporters group, which is the local supporter group. Uh, we have a lot of things going on right now. Uh, one of those big, big things is a match coming up very soon. So we'll get you prepared for that. Yeah. But let's uh, kind of catch everybody up. I think that's what we got to do. We got to round it up, bring everybody kind of to where we are now from where we were the last episode, I guess you can say. Yeah, we were, we're now in the middle of February. I think the last one we were kind of in the middle or kind of beginning of January. Of January, right? yeah. yeah. 
So this is, it's like we've jumped forward a month, but it feels like honestly three months from <sighs> what felt like, hey, we've got some time till when we play a game to the first games this week. Um, so a lot of things have had to go on. We didn't have uniforms last time we talked. We didn't have uh, scarves for our supporters group. So we've had a few different things go on that have really kind of layered in. And we've also yeah. really gotten out in the community. And we also, I think we're around a few uh, hundred members. Now we're um, up over 300 so that's you know we keep growing and, and merging and moving on kind of uh, as a group as a whole and really have gotten more public uh, in general so there's a lot of things uh, first first kind of thing that sticks out in my mind was uh, from that last podcast would be the soccer's match where we all got together and kind of did a trapo painting and then hung out with the soccer's the soccer's locals night uh, or soccer's loyal locals night where we had uh, the <laughs> the loyal uh, team on the pitch and we actually heard some names of players we didn't know. We <laughs> saw some players. We're on the team, which is exciting. You know what's funny is after that game, everybody went back to that picture, at least I did, and started picking out some of the players that were like potentially in our squad, right? And they said it, yes, this, you know, this these are some play- players, there's some that are on trial, they're not necessarily... Uh, on contract um, come to find out there's actually a couple of players that were there that night at the soccer's match that did not quite make the squad and are yeah. now playing somewhere else oh yeah i've called i've followed a couple of them that have gone elsewhere and that's great for them but that's partially why they didn't want to announce them i believe yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely so it was kind of interesting to hear that but it was a great night it was a good night to meet up with a bunch of people and really rolled us into um kind of the the next event which was everybody coming together a few weeks later for what was our first scrimmage ever which was a short notice we didn't know much it was kind of the week of they said hey uh, we knew this was happening against fc dallas but we didn't know if people would be let in for a while and eventually they said hey we're gonna let you in and we're gonna let all our season ticket members come in and have a uh have a fun kind of almost like a backyard what i thought was like the initial 1800s matches in the in the football association where people would show up to swamps yeah and kind of just like fields and kind of line the grass or line the field and watch the game right is uh, what was going on i i wasn't able to make it i was in phoenix uh with my in-laws which i i don't regret at all um by the tone of my voice <laughs> but uh jerry you can tell me what it was like because you actually got to go <laughs> you uh, can't hear yeah. fomo there at all no fomo whatsoever yeah. no i was getting messages from me like oh uh i could i you didn't actually text Ugh, but i could hear it in your in your in your text the way you were texting but yeah. listen you were you were taking care of business we were taking care of business over here it was crazy because we literally found out that we we're gonna have a section as locals oh yeah by the way you get a section to yourself and, and you know you're gonna get some special area which turned out to be a little different and you know people that weren't necessarily locals joined us which is great because we want to grow this but we had no idea until like the day before so we had no preparation like we ended up kind of like last minute you, you like you said we had the trapo so we hung that up and uh we had a couple of like canopies and people brought chairs and so it's very much in that style of what you just said where we just kind of came hang out hung out and it was uh I guess like the club explained it to us, you know, just kind of be prepared. It's 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 almost like coming to watch your kid watch uh, play. Yeah. So there was no actual. It's, it wasn't in a stadium. Like there's no seating. Everybody was up against the fences. Uh, but let me tell you, Drew, there was a lot of people there for that last minute of a uh, notice. There was a ton of people there, so it was it was great to see. Uh, we ended up beating FC Dallas one zero. So yeah, that we did. was, you know, great again. You, there's not so much you can take from that. I mean, we played against like their what I would call their D team. That and then the player they just loaned us that week scored against them, which is I think the best play, best oh, part of that. 
Best part of it. So we won 1-0 <laughs> by a goal scored by Francis Atuahene, yeah. who was just loaned out to us. And by the way, has not been officially announced. Uh, no, that's also the funny thing, too, is he, he made himself announce by scoring the goal. <laughs> and so they kind of had to say, well, I guess he's playing for us, but we're not quite sure. So, yeah, he's uh, sort of there, but he's yeah currently kind of between, I guess, between squads at yeah, the moment. Exactly. It's interesting to see that too because there's a few other players there. What they ended, <coughs> excuse me, what they ended up doing after the the match is they opened up the the fence, and people were able to just go and hang out with the players. Literally, ask for autographs, whatever you wanted. They just asked that we stay off the pitch. That didn't quite work out all that yeah, great. Right. But uh, all the players were accessible. They were all there, and you're starting to realize who the squad is and. There's a lot of players at the point that hadn't been announced. They even gave out a little card that said at the bottom, you know, something like uh, if, if it hasn't been officially, if the player has not been officially announced by the club, then they're not official club or members of the club. They're not actual players yet. So kind of, I guess, covering all their bases. But it was a very interesting match. It was uh, great to see. It was, it was one of those things where, you didn't really feel like what you're supporting as a supporter is real until that day. And that day it felt real. Like, oh my gosh, did we have we have some dudes in uniforms out there kicking a the ball around against a bunch of other dudes in uniforms that are actually like yeah. good. Oh, they've got they got our logo good. on them and they're that, they're our guys, right? And yeah. it's, it's we can sing San Diego and it's not us yelling San Diego for the sake of a one-off for a, a national team that's here, right? It's because yeah. it's our team that's local. And so that's what I think is seemed like it was the coolest part was definitely getting to do that and then meet the people um, and meet the players, I think was what was kind of the thing I was most jealous of, what we were talking about, because it did, did just look like kind of a something that you don't see in other higher-level professional sports where you just have that kind of access. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that was definitely the case um, at the next kind of major event that the club put on, but... After that scrimmage, um, there was kind of a, a week or two went by, uh, not really too much time actually, and then we decided to finally, not decided to, but we finally got our scarves in, um, and I say finally, actually we rushed them as fast as we possibly could uh, over a couple months and got them to yeah. you before the, the club got you your season ticket holder scarves, by the way, so you're welcome. Um, but we put our scarves out. We, we were just like, hey, here's our scarves, and they're available for you and available for our membership to come pick up and we had to come uh, to home and away on a Friday um, last week and had or two weeks ago and had to come and pick them up. And it was really just amazing to see how many people from uh, about three through 9 PM stopped by. Uh, I counted the list the next day um, over the weekend. And it was about a hundred people Jeez. came that day alone wow. just to pick up scarves or a hundred pickups um, between all the families and people who are picking up for friends or, or any of that. And then between that and then the next event, it seems like almost a either half or two thirds of our membership has shown up in person at those events, said hi, checked in and picked up their stuff. And we'll get to where you can do that later. But um, if you haven't already, but it, it was really cool just to see that we're not an online supporters group, which I like to say all the time, <laughs> we're an in-person supporters group. Yes. And so it's really cool to see that actually start manifesting as well to kind of give the other counterpoint to that. Whereas you said, we had our section yet. We had a lot of our people and we had some new people that didn't know what we were yet showing up, which is cool. But this was nice to see the supporters group come together and say, hey, this is what our scrimmage is, if you will. Our first scrimmage, which was showing up having merch around our necks that felt like had our name on it. Right. And we we're all wearing yeah. it. And we're all standing around there. Um, and I wasn't able to look up much. I was mostly working a table, 
uh, with our awesome director of merch uh, and my beautiful wife. Um, but we did not, uh, <laughs> I didn't get to enjoy the party as much, but it seemed like it was kind of a chance for really everybody congeal and feel like this is something where we're, we are this thing. It's just not a, it's not a thing. We're the thing, right? Absolutely. And that was, uh, a fun event for me. What, what did you take away from that day? No, it was, it was great. It was a bunch of, so as I walked in and I walked in maybe a few minutes after six o'clock, it wasn't that much later. So the, the event itself, we had posted, you can come starting at 3.30 because, Drew, thank you, by the way. You were yeah. there early and, and, and doing work. And I got there at like 3.20-ish, and there was already guys like, hey, can I get my scarf? And wow. I, like, God love them because they had to get to – they were just leaving work and trying to beat the rush hour That's or something. Awesome. And so uh, I feel I was – they were very helpful. Most of them helped me load boxes in. But, yeah, it was definitely a uh, hidden bang, bang. So, yeah, when you got there at 6, it was – There's people already walk, like walking around home and away. Or sitting, having a beer, and wearing our scarf. And I walk in, and I'm like, I, I've i never seen you. I don't know you. And you're wearing our scarf. And now you're family. It's crazy yeah. how many people were in that place wearing our scarf. And it was uh, it was just it was a really awesome feeling to, to see that. And so, yeah, like you said, it was a, you know, it was kind of a coming together of like, hey, who are you? What's your name? Let's talk. Yeah. Like, you're part of us now, you know? And yeah, so, I've, been, I've been staring at a sheet that said the locals for four or five months now. And like, now it's real and it's in front of you, right? On a person. And yeah. It's, it's really easy for us to throw a number out there of like how many members we have. Totally. But until you actually see it. Yeah, exactly. And you meet the people, right? You meet the, yeah. you meet the numbers. And that's, that's what, as I've always said, is my most like fun part of this and what I enjoy mm -hmm. the most. Um, but it is really, that's, that was what was so awesome about that night was like, Hey, we got to see everybody together as well as there was just, you could see people meeting off and saying, Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, I didn't know you as well. Or I know you, I've seen you doing this thing, um, mm -hmm. with your team, you know, maybe you're a Liverpool fan and I'm a whatever fan. Um, and you know, we've just never crossed paths, but now they're hanging out together or, you know, maybe they know each other from a different organization and now they've, they're hanging out again because of, uh, this group. So that was what was really cool for me. Um, yeah. Right after that, actually, when and we didn't really so that night, <laughs> we had a match. Yeah, uh, against uh, uh, what were they called? Uh, Cal University? State Fullerton. Fullerton. There yes. we go. Full Jeez, I forget. Farts already. They are it's the yeah, yeah. They're super good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Uh, you went. You went up to that match. You actually got yes. to see them play it out and so, drove up with a couple of our our members who made the first away day, if you will. There was a few people that went up there. Um, I rode up there. Shout out to Mr. Glenn Maddock who was up there. Uh, we drove up to Fullerton, watched the squad, kind of hung out. They played. It was it was a weird match again. It's preseason. Uh, ended up, I guess, quote unquote, winning. I wouldn't call it that. I would just say. Don't even look at the scoreline, but it ended 3-1. What they did is they played 45 minutes and then right after played an additional 15. And then took a... So they took 45 minutes, break, 15 minutes, and then took a full break. Another 45 minutes, break, 15 minutes, and then the game ended. And we were down 1-0 pretty much the entire game to the point where the last 15 minutes of that, uh, that preseason match is when we scored the three goals. But it was really telling that the squad did not give up. Yeah. Now, it was two completely different squads from the first 45 to the second 45. So that's something to keep in mind. But it was, for me, really important to go out there and support, first of all, and also to have a presence for the locals. And third of all, to be able to see what the squad is shaping up to be. I am so excited, Drew, to see what this squad is going to become. It was great to see them. And as you mentioned, you know, 
not you weren't able to make it to that other match either, but we have another one coming up, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. However, before we get to that, I just want to say that it was awesome to go to Fullerton and have merch to wear around my neck. Yeah. And again, people there wearing our scarves that I've never seen before. Yeah, who showed up. And yeah, you and Glenn went together, right? And, and so yeah. you paint the scene. So you guys show up and you're just expecting the two of you are like the only people there, right? I, I really felt that, yes. Yeah, and so you guys, you're just expecting, yeah, it's just going to be me and Glenn. I brought the trapo with me. I'm going to, we're going to hang it out and kind of, you know, hang out and yell on the guys and be like, mm-hmm. hey, let's go um, and be the obnoxious people from San Diego that are there. But what ended up happening? There was a ton of people that were already there or show, showed up later that uh, were wearing the scarves. And we literally we, handed them out less than 24 hours before that. And they so, were already out there. So yeah, that's that's cool. It was awesome. It was awesome to see. Um, you know, the chance at that point hadn't really gotten started. So it was cool to hear some people screaming and yelling and get to actually enjoy it because I'm probably not going to be able to watch a match from this point on. It'll be a lot of coordination and worrying about how, how our section is responding to a match yeah. as opposed to being able to, to watch. So I feel you there. Um, but it's, that's exciting. That's really cool. Cause it is just like the passion here is so overflowing that people don't understand where we're struggling to contain it, mm-hmm. but and direct it really more than anything else, because there's just so much of it that we don't want to let it go to waste. And we really want to channel it. Yeah. as best we can towards productive things for everybody as opposed to people feeling like, hey, I'm, I'm over here and I've got all this passion. Where do I put it? Um, and letting it steam out. So know that if you're people who are just like, hey, where do I get connected or how do I do stuff? Just DM us. Like that's pretty much how how Jerry and uh, – or not Jerry, Glenn and uh, Jerry uh, – yes, Jerry. Jerry and Glenn. Sorry, now it's me doing the brain fart thing. Uh, <laughs> the guy I'm talking to, uh, <laughs> how they ended up going. Yeah, right? like, so it's like posted on Facebook like, hey, I want to head up there. Is anybody else going? Because I don't have a ride. Totally. And then Glenn was like, hey, I'm going up there. I have some open spaces. You want to come? Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, you know, we just helped out with gas and we went up there. We're not just humans. We're like the most human people. So yeah. you can reach <laughs> out to us. We're flawed in that way too. So you can just reach out to us and we will, it, usually we make up for it. But like you can reach out to us and we will always, you know, try and coalesce with you, especially if it's something that maybe you don't feel right about or something that you feel like um, maybe you have a, a, a just an issue with. Always bring it up to us because it is the best way to get things forward. And then especially just getting connected. Like, you never know until you ask somebody. And that's how both of us have gotten into this stuff was literally just like DMing somebody and being like, Hey, and that's a rabbit hole that your whole life goes down <laughs> at yeah. that point because you just follow it in that direction. So just Absolutely. know that now that's how you, that's how you end up with this stuff. If you're like, how do I, how do I get there? That's how you do it. Absolutely. So, so I actually ended up uh, yeah. talking to Landon that day and I said, Hey, Ooh. did you, did you hear about uh, our president? Did you hear about Steve? He said, no, what happened? said the Brokovs had a baby yeah. and he goes oh yeah that i i didn't know that <laughs> he said i got a text <laughs> i know and then he started asking about uh about steve so yeah that's what happened right around there drew they they sco- they right as they came back i think right as they were scoring those goals was right as uh bryce brockhoff entered the world um yeah. to to you know, much fanfare, and uh, I believe a few different wrappings of different local scarves yeah. uh, that that will probably wrap around him for most of his infant life. Yeah. Um, so it's it's pretty exciting to have our littlest local, who is um, I forget his exact member number, but uh, 
he is definitely the youngest uh, of our membership. I can say that with uh, authority. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, it was pretty cool to have him enter the fray and is, is partially why Steve is not here tonight. <laughs> and again, we'll be, uh, as we've talked about on other podcasts, uh, this, this impending life event was something that will uh, not hurt his duties, but definitely just make it to where he may not be as present all the time and ever present as he was before, which was literally all the time at everything. So which I should mention, he's definitely still very present. We <laughs> yes. still talk to him every single day, almost at least once an hour, yeah, yeah. if not more. Yeah. Um, so he's very much still involved and he, he's, uh, you know, he's just a dad now. He's just, he's, he's creating a (laughs) life. And so he's, you have to physically give a lot of time to that, even though mentally his, his mind is with us and he is very engaged. Um, just physically, he won't be certain places, but all the games, all of the important stuff, he will be there and you'll see Bryce there probably pretty soon as well, as soon as he's able to go out. So, yeah. So congratulations to Steve and Lydia and welcome Bryce. Yeah. We could not be more excited. We can't get, uh, can't wait to, uh, Get you on the drums, buddy. Yeah, and I got I got to meet him. He's a looker, and he is a very he's very sweet so far too. So he's he's much nicer than me. So he's <laughs> uh, that's a that's a low bar, but that's we'll a very there. low bar yeah. to be fair, Drew. But hey, you know what? I'm excited to meet him. I haven't met him yet. Oh, he's a he's a sweet. He's a he's a cutie. <sighs> Lucky. All right. So I'm yeah I'm excited to to watch him grow as this grows, and all the parallels there are fantastic mm-hmm. that we could uh, delve into, but. The, the next thing that happened was, you know, pretty much in the back of our heads since we saw the crest, since we saw the name of the team, and honestly, since we knew, you know, that a team was coming to San Diego, was having a team, and who would be the sponsor of a kit, who would be the colors, what would be the, um, you know, maker, the, the manufacturer of the kit, and the styling of the kit, what would that look like? Drew, sorry, I'm sorry to inter- interrupt, but yeah. I just realized something. We've been doing this whole thing on this podcast where we drink a beer and we talk about it. Yeah. Um, so I, we didn't do that. This oh time. my god! Why didn't we do that? I don't know. But so can we do it right now, real quick? I just think we should. I think up. we should pause just right it, here and do just that. Get it over with. Yeah, yeah. We should. I'm sorry, man. I know. So you're before talking we, about the I kit. know. Well, I know we're getting to the kid. I'm talking about it's, the kid. It's like probably the thing that most people are most hyped to hear our reaction about because it was the most fresh event in everybody's minds, yes. and they really want to hear about it. Everybody's still super stoked, and I'm really sorry, guys, that are listening. But um, but you're right. We, we need to is, talk about the. We beer. have very few traditions on this young podcast, and so one of them is drinking beer and talking about it. Yeah. So. We're having a delicious San Diego beer, of course. Yeah. Um, it says, you're not worthy. You're not. It told me I wasn't worthy. It says, this is an aggressive beer. You probably won't like it. It is quite doubtful that you have the taste of or sophistication to be able to appreciate an ale of this quality and depth. We would suggest that you stick to safer and more familiar territory. Maybe something with a multi-million dollar in ad campaign aimed at convincing you it it's made in a little brewery or one that implies that their tasteless fizzy yellow beer will give you more sex appeal. Perhaps you think multi-million dollar ad campaigns make a beer taste better. Perhaps you're mouthing your words as you read this. Sir, we're drinking arrogant bastard L. That is right. By Stone Brewing Company. Arrogance. Out of Escondido. The actor quality of being arrogant. Haughty. Undue assumption. Overbearing conceit. <laughs> so this has become a this has become a, a fragrance commercial very quickly. 
<laughs> so, oh yeah. My so yeah, Arrogant Bastard Ale Man, which is now part of its own brewing company, actually, uh, <laughs> within <laughs> yeah. Stone, which is cool. They've got a whole consortium going, but it is from uh, from Stone, the very same Stone Brewing that we were at Thursday night. So that works out weirdly convenient. Oh, is that weird how that works out? That's really odd. What a segue. So back to the kit unveiling <laughs> at Stone Brewing Company in uh, in Liberty Station. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. I mean, do you want to... You can have this one. This one's for you. Oh, okay. Do you want to share it? I mean, wanna, are you done with yours? I am done with mine. Are you done with yours? Yeah, pretty okay, much. Okay, so this is... <sighs> oh, man. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pour myself a little bit of this. Definitely not worthy. What? Did, oh, that sounds so beautiful. I know. Yeah, that sounds great. You can't hear it. I have the headphones. Oh, on. okay. That's. That, I know. I was making so, sure that it was the audio. I was trying Ooh. to do some foley work for you there, Jerry. Yeah, and now you have like the biggest head. <laughs> it's so foamy. Uh, <laughs> it looks terrible. It's so terrible. <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of it. Oh, we should. We should. Uh, you know, maybe maybe educate some of our listeners for those of you that don't know what the head is when we're talking about head and beer yeah. it's the foam on top of the beer this is a segment now in our show that we're going to create called teaching you about beer beer, um, beer 101 it's it's the shortest segment uh teaching you about beer in the world here you go head is the foam on top of the beer it's created when the beer oxygenizes and uh creates foam That's, so there you go so back to we're not a science podcast kids. no kidding me. uh so that's that's my other podcast. Um, okay. My other, other podcast. We'll plug it later. So to the kid unveiling, now that we've done a good job of teasing that enough. Um, and I'm actually drinking out of a kit reveal party glass. Everybody that's listening to this already knows it. Yeah, they know what happened. Dude, how awesome is it that our kits are sponsored to our kits? Which, by the way, I'm always disappointed to see the, the sponsors on everybody else's kits. Even... My what, what kind of decision did they make? Who did they align uh, with? It's I a mean, business decision. It's money. It's it's, a, yeah. it's all about the money. It's yeah, literally yeah, yeah. like who they they put out a bid and say who's going to give us the most money. That's who's going to go on our journey. They and don't care one, about the look of it yeah. or any of that. You may you may make one of two decisions. One of which is who are they a local company? Possibly a lot of teams aren't, but it's like are they a local company? And and or yes or no to some people that's important, and others we're just going to take the most money. And the other decision they typically make within that is. Um, is this money like a multi-level thing that gives us a lot of vertical integration that, that yes. might be otherwise better than just the money, right? Yeah, so, so it's, not just, it's yeah. not just a name It's not just a name on the jersey, right? There's some additional things is what you're saying. Yeah. So there's something that comes outside of just the jersey, just the, the kit uh, sponsor. There's other things that are going to be added by that company on our chest that can be brought to not just game day, but maybe social media or any sort of other type of marketing is what exactly yeah. so in our case i think we hit every single one of those points like oh yeah all of those one is are they local absolutely yeah they and they claim san diego like no other company well they've they've invested in the in the city and the people and they've kept jobs here when they didn't have to and yeah, yeah they've they've you know like everybody else in the craft industry gone through up and down times but they've always been true to san diego and always kept their employment base and their headquarters here even when it's probably not been as advantageous for them to do so absolutely and the way that they've ran their company as well is is not just inspiring but it's 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 how businesses should be ran exactly which is with that punk rock mentality that i absolutely love or that we or that as a business we define our own principles we absolutely. nobody else defines us as a company and nobody else defines how we run ourselves as a business yeah. and i think as 
Loyal has said to us, and it's it's easy to say, right? They're the new team. Hey, we we're, we talk, uh, and they've talked a great game, right? And oh, that's yeah, why we absolutely. all love them. And you talk to any one of them, their hearts and their business principles are awesome, right? And that's partially why we're so inspired by, by the people in, inside the organization. Mm-hmm. But on the same part, trying to find other businesses that align with that is damn near impossible, is, yeah. is what I always thought. And so the fact that they pulled this off and found a brand that wasn't uh, not only a... Um, a sponsor who has such clout within the community, but somebody who also has just years of experience in crafting a band, a brand, a band and a brand, <laughs> a band of beers, a band uh, of beers that speaks to really the heart of this community and how we see ourselves. Um, I think is what's awesome is that it's, it's a mirror or as their bathrooms are a mirror less experience yeah. to essentially looking directly you know into something somebody uh, the younger child version of this club looking at a, a grown uh, version of a company in, in stone and saying we want to be like you in in 15 10 20 years yeah and be on the same same basis so that's what's exciting to me is to them say hey this is our vision board you're number one <laughs> and we're glad that we're um you know going to be not only uh, aspiring to be you but be a part uh, of that partnership so i think they've been listening right from the beginning and i think uh, you you tweeted out something like you know this is crazy still to me that who we used to talk about and i think we had multiple conversations from the beginning oh, yeah. where it was like wouldn't it be cool yeah if and one of those things was if we had stone as our if we had a beer sponsor no sponsor. just if we had a beer sponsor a beer sponsor because if you look at uh, the lineup that, by the way, Stone Brewing is not just a brewing company. They also have a distribution company as part of Stone that distributes other brands that are very much in the yeah, same yeah. mentality, in the same style, in the craft beer industry. They were able to get craft beer out to places that otherwise would not see. Yeah. In San Diego beer places. San Diego that, beer. Yeah. That I see I see it all over the country now that I wouldn't otherwise. Absolutely. And and if you go to their website and look at that list of of uh beers it's freaking crazy it's crazy oh yeah it's, it's ridiculous it's fantastic and then the part of that when we were saying like let's make it a beer company there was thoughts of like hey what if it's green flash what if it's this what if it's you know ballast because they just got the billion dollars or whatever and that was like a couple years ago but there was all these thoughts of like well it might be these people or those people and all of those were good but when people said what if it's stone there was a lot of people looking at each other like nah but they don't do that they don't they do don't those do kind that. of sponsorships like everybody would joke we joke about it. there's so many mock-ups online if you go back and look around uh, especially the soccer city days of yep. like hey here's what i hope the uniform looks like and like half of them have stone on them and then same thing with with loyal as well when that came about um half of the logo mock-ups are half the stuff i saw even before they had a team name add stone <laughs> so well you know what my mentality was yeah. drew it was more like you know it would never be a brewery because of the simple fact that they would be pushing away other breweries that are local and exactly. they don't want to do that. That was wanna, my thought too. They don't want to close off other breweries from partnerships. They want to be able to be welcoming to everybody. Yeah. And well, there's, there's over 200 breweries <laughs> that, that, are, so yeah. that are, yeah, absolutely. that are part of this city. Um, I mean, how do you do that? Well, Stone is the one company that can that you, bring it's everybody. It's the one in. ring that yeah unites them all. For and sure. I think as you're listening to the people at Stone, the the higher up say, you know, the reason that we agreed to do this in the first place is because they went about it the right way. And what Loyal did is they went out to the Brewers Guild and they reached out to them and said, "Hey, we want to form a partnership. We understand how important craft beer is to San Diego." And then from there, they were able to build a relationship. And when Stone 
decided to go about this, I, I'm sure that that was part of the the thought process. Was like these guys get it; they want to respect everybody in the city. They're not just like going for the money; they want to do it right. They went to the Brewers Guild for a reason, out of respect, because they have that for uh, the community, knowing that there's 150, 200 plus brewing companies in yeah, San Diego. Yeah. So that's a big, big deal, and that's the way that you do it. And now we have Stone Brewing Company on our on our chest. Dude. It's unreal. It's really unreal. Every time I look at it, I'm like, this is a mock-up again. This is like a thing that somebody drew up because they thought it looked cool and it sounded fun. And yeah. like uh, tonight even, I went to the store and I was like, oh yeah, the most plentiful available beer here is Stone. And it's just a grocery store here locally, which is a chain, whatever. But like... You can get it everywhere. You can support this beer, which has supported our community. You yeah. can now supporting our team. And that's awesome to me. And there's so many choices. And you look at half their lineup, and actually three or four of them that I had to decide between tonight, uh, besides Arrogant Bastard, because I love it. And Jerry hasn't had it. And it was a throwback. And I was like, I missed not having this the other night. So I want to have it. Um, yeah, is, got it. I got Delicious as well. But like Delicious, Tangerine, Ripper, all have kind of a dark greenish <laughs> green. And then either like a yellow or an orangish. Yeah, our colors work. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so like and when we first, um, peeling back the curtain a little bit, but when Jerry and I first heard from the club about kind of what they were thinking in terms of a name and color scheme, what they showed us was a ripper package. A ripper package, They literally showed us a package of ripper. And at that point, we had no idea they were even probably talking to Stone. And maybe they didn't even know. Um, But I think they said something like that. They're like, we didn't even know then. (laughs) It was like, okay. But um, it's always been on their mind and kind of part of the story for sure is that this has been circling it. And when I went to the Brewers Guild event after, which was the night after they unveiled the name, they had a presence there. They had a tent with the new name and everything. Um, it was very clear that, you know, the tent wasn't like super fond over with people and whatever, but that they were absorbing and getting the vibe of what the local craft beer community is about, what brewers are about and talking to brewers directly and getting their take on, Hey, how do we do stuff that, really you know how do you run your business not just you know oh you're a brewer that's cool tell me about brewing jokes or whatever it it was definitely a deeper conversation than that and that's where i think again these people are approaching it the right way and because of that they get the right result this time with having stone as a partner um and then their their sleeve sponsor which they haven't talked about a lot and they're they're going to i believe at a later date have a bigger brouhaha about it um is is radies radie children's hospital which i have a very personal connection to and i'll save that for whenever they decide to talk more about it but all of that together has made the kit to me something that feels even regardless of color and scheme and what it looks like feels personal to san diego fans based on the brands that it's representing yeah it's 110 percent san diego i mean everything about our kits not just stone bringing in the front you also have radie's children on your sleeve and then you have the loyal crest uh you know uh, on your on your chest it's just it's a beautiful kit it's got little details too the yeah. uh the the crest with the radiance in the crest yeah. so it radiates and looks beautiful is fantastic the the fact that you have a um you know team one emblem right on the back of the neck i think is something that's cool because that'll change every year right um and so just little details like that make it feel like this is specific to this club and it doesn't feel like a cookie cutter adidas jersey even though it's not the most flashy fancy design in the world 
it still feels like it's very unique to this place and it's got the you know little sd in the corner and it's got all all the little touches that you would want Mm -hmm. um where from a bigger manufacturer i was always worried that they just wouldn't get those little details correct and they really you know pushed them and you know i'm sure landon has uh, gone through a few of looking at these with other teams (laughs) and been able to give his his suggestions as well as i feel like everybody in the marketing department ashley and pete and whoever um, did a fantastic job of really, you know, and everybody in the org, I'm sure, had some say in this, but did a great job of massaging that in and then telling the story that night with Stone and letting the Stone executives on stage to really tell their half of it um, felt yeah. like a really cool kind of congealing of, of those ideas. Now, one of the things that we discussed, uh, you know, kind of in person was the fact that, yes, their home for the home is yellow. I mean, yellow, white, and the away is orange. So we have white and orange kit, no Tory green. And the reason for that being that, as you said, it takes a while for these kits to be produced. And so if my understanding uh, is correct, my uh, memory serves me right, it takes about seven months for Adidas to create a kit. And so they're now looking at, or they have been looking at, I should say, having a Tory green jersey, which will hopefully be coming out in the future. But right now, we had to stick to certain colors that were already available from Adidas. Tory green is not a color that is anywhere. No, that is a spe- that is a made up color by the club yeah. that now is going to represent San Diego, so and is, it's only for loyal. How crazy is that? That is what what I think is awesome, and it's it's become a it's it's partially an issue, and then it's, it's, it's yeah, I was gonna say it's a totally an issue, but, but it's but it's amazing too, and it is one of those things where. I was with people who, you know, full disclosure, if you look at Brandios FC's timeline and look at their picture that they sent out of our scarves showing up in their office, what we did when we put them on the table was we literally got the swatches out and we started trying to compare swatches to the green that shows up there because it is the Tory green. They did a really good job of hitting our Tory green on those scarves yeah. um, or at least getting it close enough to where we felt really happy with it. And so we kept going through the, the, the swatches. We could not find a swatch that matches that green. Like it's just not, it's in between two or three of them, but it is not close. It is not direct to any one of the swatches they had in their office that are the things you can actually produce on fanware. Um, and you can call up new era or you can call up, uh, they do a lot of baseball work. So it's a lot of, you know, different baseball vendors, but any one of those or any uniform manufacturer, you can't call them for those colors. They just don't have them. So I think in this, the frustration comes with uh, you're not going to get a lot of merch that has this specific color. It has to be dyed that color specifically yeah. for you to be able to get Tory Green. Now, how cool is that? Mm-hmm. That San Diego has its own color. And for those of you that aren't aware of what Tory Green is and what it represents, it's it's a Tory uh tree yes. that is only in pine. san diego in a very specific part of san diego too it grows yeah. specifically on one island off the coast of uh, ventura county uh which is neither here nor there so you don't need to know that but if you look it up on wikipedia it's important that there's two places it grows um <laughs> you can't you can't live there so it doesn't matter um but tory pines is specifically the only other place that coastally that has the right kind of conditions for this to grow yeah and so literally it's named after the tree but the tree um and I knew a lot of it growing up because one of the schools I went to had it as a mascot. So that's why I like learned way too much about the Tory tree. But they literally, um, you know, evolve and then fork, which is very interesting. They have one of those tr- trunks that forks at a certain point and goes out in both directions. You know, most trees have branches, but they really fork at a lower place, which is <laughs> due to the way that they 
um, you know, kind of maybe as a metaphor for San Diegans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like the tree itself exists in a very specific place, a very specific climate and is built a certain way to only exist here, which I think is what's also wow. cool about the club is that they're building the club to only exist here. Right. Yeah. And so all of those parallels is what's I think great about the color, great about the tree. Uh, obviously they tried to fashion out after, after the sage of the needle of the, of the tree, if you want to believe that. Um, but it's kind of between there and maybe that deep ocean kind of greenish blue as well. If you kind of stare at Tory Pines and stare through the tree, you kind of get that kind of bluish green for sure. So for me, that's where I always saw it. But honestly, it's just a color where I've seen it popping up a lot more yeah. all over town and a bunch of different things. Um, and I keep turning to my wife and being like, that's Tory Green. Or if there's something that's like teal or orange now, she's like, that's the one you want, right? And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what I want. Um, <laughs> And so that's, you know, that's it's, what's been happening it's like when for you, all of us. And when you buy a brand new car and you don't, you, you thought you'd never seen it before. And as soon as you buy it, it's all it over. Everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. Everyone has a, everyone has a Ford Explorer. Why, why did what I not know this before? Why does everybody have a Honda Civic? Yeah. What is going on here? Yeah. There's a forerunner everywhere on the streets. What, what happened here? But, but anyways, yeah, regardless, we, we are, regardless of the color, we are so excited to finally have our inaugural kits. Uh, we will have, from what I understand, a Tory Green on the way. Uh, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. They made it very clear Tory Green will be the home base color. So if you yeah. like Tory Green, you will get all you can handle from the Tory Green in the future. Mm -hmm. It is due to, again, technical um, prohibitives, not the actual like wanting to deliver it to you. If they could give it to you and put it in your hand, they know you would pay droves for it, and so they would, but... Listen, I just I just want to throw this out there because I have to play the uh, devil's advocate. And uh, one of our members recently, Mr. Paul, shout out, he came to our drum and chants circle, which we're going to talk about in just a sec. Uh, he came out and was wearing an Ajax jersey. Yeah, that Ajax. was uh, Ajax, and it was very. It's very similar. Very close. Very close. I watched them to against the Spurs in those kits last year. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I had my orange kit on, my yeah, my yeah. orange uh, loyal kit on, and he came out with the with the Ajax. Uh, Ajax is like the isn't that detergent? Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> so he came he came close to me, and we put it up to each other. The colors look they look way too close. Now I don't know. If that's an excuse or not, the whole like having a different color and we have to special diet, uh, dye it. Yeah. Not dye it. Murder it. Uh, but gosh, I wish I had a Tory Green jersey. I'm, that's yeah. the only thing. I've seen a couple mock-ups and it's, you can't mess it up, honestly. No, so it's can't. like you put that color on a jersey and you make it the base color, it's going to look beautiful. So that's, that's what I think we're all just waiting for. We're all so excited for is we know that it's going to look great. So I, I feel yeah. you there. And we'll, so we'll end on that. And, and moving on to the next thing, which is what I just mentioned. We're talking about our German chant circle. We're going to try to do a couple more. We just had one recently. We were able to secure our own section. Go figure. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We were in 109 yeah. on Testing a it out. Sunday, uh, Sunday early afternoon. And we'll be there that almost that exact time for a few games this season. That's right. And man, does that pitch look beautiful. Oh, yeah. That was the biggest takeaway. It was the view, the proximity. You feel like you're you're right in there, and you just yeah. wanna you wanna roll the ball out and see how it goes because it just was fantastic. We went for the USD game. It felt it, it's a great place to watch a game, and for all of the trying to drive ten thousand or what it's going to be like six or seven thousand people on top of 
that hill that is Linda Vista will yeah. always be technically challenging. But once we have everybody there, especially the Saturday and then on the 7th of March, it'll be something where people, it'll all wash away and people will forget because it is. Oh, sure. The venue itself speaks for itself. And yeah. so that was really fun to see on Sunday. Um, yeah. But it's it's one of those things where I think we want to just try and get more people out to these who say, we, we had a few people on Twitter say, hey, what about this or that? We see that you guys are actually physically out there. Nobody says anything until people are actually physically in a place with drums. Mm-hmm. And then they go, oh, what's happening? Uh, now I have to say something. And that's totally great. That's awesome. Yeah. So we want to see you and we want you to come out and we want you to give us your suggestions and purpose, person, purpose and person. Um, but give us, give us that because we don't know how to react if, <laughs> if it's coming after the fact, yeah. um, because we can't do much about it, but if it's during it or if you show up, you can have your say right there. And as you were saying, Paul and different people brought different ideas to, to this drum chant circle that I saw, uh, for the limited amount that I was able to hang out, but it was, um, something where, collaboration is key for us we honestly wish we would have started doing more of this sooner but it's one of those things where the the group also as a generality we've also heard things from both sides you hear things like why do you guys even have scarves yet <laughs> like you don't even haven't even played a game so why do you have merch <laughs> it's like then you have people who two months ago were asking for merch uh and so similar things go on both sides but the reality of it is um you know we really want to make sure that this is something where um a lot of us have uh, a vision of songs and ideas um, and chants that are unique and different than things we've had with previous clubs. Uh, and we want to make this the best thing possible. So I think in that, the more ideas, the more people, uh, the better it gets. Jerry and I have not seen a situation where we have the least amount of ideas and the, and the best ones come up. <laughs> it's yeah. always having more ideas that we've created the best ideas, even getting the best name here for the group that we all felt good about. Um, getting the best scarf designs. We got those scarves because we designed about, I think, A through H, right, there was of scarves. Mm -hmm. So there was a number of scarves that we looked at kind of in terms of designs or ideas. Um, And that's why the scarves look so good is because we, you know, thanks to Travis killing himself to (laughs) to get those done. And he's alive, by the way. Um, But he really worked hard to make sure those happen. That's how we got all those designs. And that's where, again, same thing's true of music and, and chants. We're never going to have the best chance in music if we don't have the most ideas and the most people behind making that happen. So show up, be there, be loud, uh, be local, be loud, be uh, loyal, and yeah. uh, we'll we'll keep that rolling. Absolutely. Uh, just another quick shout out to everybody that was there and actually participated. There was, I think, at one point, I think there maybe 15 people showed up. However, everybody picked it up really quickly. We have some really simple chants. Hopefully, you can all join us very soon. Um, and so we'll keep doing events like that where we can try out some stuff. Um, and as Drew said, if you bring your ideas with you, I promise you that we will try them out. We, and see how they work out. we have the most talented supporter group in the oh, world. Yeah. I oh, think so, for sure. We just haven't, we haven't exposed it yet. So. Absolutely. Cool, man. Well, the things I just want to make sure everybody knows uh, before we get you out of here, and this has been an extra long roundup and recap, but um, I really just want to make sure that you know before Saturday, um, and we'll try and put out a kind of primer for the preseason game to get you all prepared for that so that this is um, kind of a catch-up and that will be kind of a look forward. Um, But just so you know, single-game tickets. We've had a lot of questions about this. Um, We're sending out emails and and some tweets probably around this uh, as well as on any of our socials. But if you want to purchase single single game ticks for our session or tickets, right? Ticks, what are ticks, man? Uh, I don't want to purchase a flea. That sounds terrible. That's horrible. Um, I want My to purchase a, yeah, a ticket for our section. You would do that by calling local. Are you yawning? Like, Stop yawning, dude. No, I'm getting a be- it's a beer burp. Oh, um, man. the arrogant bastard coming back in my throat. He's bastard. I can't handle him. Um, so you have to call call the loyal ticket office. 
and let them know by name that you're looking for locals tickets and they will hook you up with a ticket in our section or tickets in our section mm-hmm. um reason that it's just not purchasable online we just don't want people to end up in the section who have no idea what they're doing <laughs> and yeah. end up in a supporter section uh, i've seen it before it's not a, a pretty site so that's just why we have you guys calling in um and then again we will give you a preseason tease coming up here in the week and the other question we've got is hey i didn't pick up my scarf yet or hey, i didn't pick up we didn't get our pins yet or our cards uh, that we were promised um, you know, for those of you who are founding members, you get a pin. And then for all of you, you'll get a card, uh, both of which are coming. The pins were actually detained due to coronavirus. So there's your nice coronavirus. Timely are you story. Yeah, they're literally detained. I didn't know that. So that's how Corona. I was like, how is this going to affect our supporters group? And I thought it would be the scarves for some reason. But luckily, I think those are coming from India. So we, we, we got around that. But um, the, oh the pins goodness. were coming from China. So uh, they did get detained due to coronavirus. They will be here at some point. Um, and coronavirus free, you are assured. Um, oh, <laughs> but that's oh, happening. I believe God. the cards also got hung up in some sort of balance with that as well. So oh, both will be here at some point and we will talk more about those. But uh, our scarves will be available this Saturday at the Costa del Este match. Um, and uh, any one of our kind of upcoming events that we advertise scarf pickup for. So on our events, the locals sg.com slash events, we actually have a tag called scarf pickup. So you can always see which of our events actually have scarf pickup tagged at the bottom, or we will tell you uh, in the tweet or in the invite, if you're ever looking at a Facebook event, hey, we're doing scarf pickups, just so you know. So just yep. look forward to that for, again, Saturday or any of our other upcoming events for the next three weeks. Awesome. There you go. That's it. There you have it. We're done. We're way past what we thought we should be. Way, way, way over. Um, I think we need to end this. But we wanted to give the people the information and have some good laughs. And it was great. That's great. We we have some uh, arrogant bastard ale we had to finish up. Yeah, we had to finish that, and we will talk to you guys soon. All right. Is that that it? I'm great. Episode (laughs) four. tired of us. Yeah, episode four. 3.5. Yeah, 3.5, whatever this is. Uh, Yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoy that. We're going to be coming back at you really quick, actually, 4.5, because we have more information, believe it or not. Oh, man. It's coming. It's coming. Binder is full of information. Jeez. But uh, no, I appreciate you guys uh, hanging in there. Hopefully this was uh, helpful and you have some information. If you have questions, by the way, feel free to send it to us. We're on social media, but also don't be jerks about it. Don't send it as like a big old list on Twitter where yeah. it's like number one, <laughs> number two, number three, number four, Here's number five. Here's 15 things. Uh, DMs also work too. Yeah, That's DMs work. Better. Yeah. That's usually way better. And we will respond. I promise. It might take us a little bit, but I promise we will respond. And the only, re- literally the only reason it takes us a little bit to respond is because we're getting you the answers. That is why. That we read it and then we asked other people, hey, what should we do about this? And then that's why it takes like maybe an hour. So there you have it. Uh, this podcast is going to be under an hour. So I'm stoked for that. Yes. We're going to try to keep them a little bit shorter, I promise. But uh, that's it for uh, for Mr. Drew Steck. My name is Jerry Jimenez. And uh, we're going to call it, man. Yeah. Thank that's you. It, episode four. Bye, guys. Bye.